What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You are now tuned into Flippin' the Birds, a Philly Sports Network podcast. What's going on, Eagles fans? Welcome one, welcome all to episode 31. Something like that. It's somewhere around the 30s. But to all you internet scouts, welcome. Joining the meeting right now. Let's all talk and let's talk our shop, you know. Just have a little fun today. How you doing, Chris? I feel a little down. Because we got we got called out today. You know, it's just, but first of all, first of all. To all my beer lovers out there, happy National Beer Day to all you beer lovers out there. Today, I got my River Horse Triple, <laughs> Triple Horse. It's a Belgian triple, Belgian-style ale, brewed with spices. It is 10%. Oh, so if you see me down in this during, during the podcast, you, you, you might get a little bit more hot, hot takes coming up. I think that means I'm stressing you out. You start downing it. <laughs> Yeah. So, you know, and, and, and another thing, you may see some stains on my shirt. I apologize for how messy I am. I had to feed my daughter right before here, and then she puked all over me. So she, it's a little stainy right now. But you know what? I didn't have time to change. And now you see fatherhood. Right I don't here. miss that stage. I actually do not miss that stage. You know, but it's I'm a terrible too, so. It is what it is. You, know, you got terrible twos, and I got a four-month-old who just pukes all the time. So cheers. Cheers. So instead of talking about the terrible twos, let's talk about the first round. So today, me and Chris will be tackling the myths versus the the, the actual facts. Um, right now, two wide receivers are trending towards the Eagles' direction. You have Baylor receiver Denzel Mims. You have LSU receiver Justin Jefferson. At twenty-one, I'm gonna let, I'm, I'm gonna let you take the floor on this one. So I want to hear what you gotta say because I feel like you you know I think you're leaning towards Mims side because you've been mocking Mims a lot. Uh, okay. Okay, let me stop you right there. Here we go. Okay. All right. Uh, Yes. Yes, I have been mocking Mims to the Eagles, but that's after a trade back. Okay. Let's get things straight. I have been mocking. My last mock draft, I had a trade (laughs) proposed to the Ravens. You're the originator of this trade, though. Can can we clear that? Um, Yeah. I mean, I've I've seen it other ways, but but the way I wrote it, I was the one who came up with that. Okay. All right. So if you see anywhere else, they saw it from me first. So um, so I looked at the Ravens and just the Ravens need linebackers. They they got torched. They got absolutely torched by Derrick Henry. 30 carries, 195 yards. He even threw for a touchdown. He went one for one, three yards and touchdown. Um, maybe it was six yards. Um, so Derrick Henry killed him. They ruined Lamar Jackson's MVP season and just went down to drain. So they need a linebacker. Everything that I've heard and I've seen, they love Kenneth Murray. He'd be the perfect fit for them, even though I want him on the Eagles, him and Patrick Queen. Um, both of them. I want them both. 
Um, so I was like, you know what? You're looking at the state. You're looking at the Saints. They need a linebacker. Patriots might need a linebacker if they don't go QB first. Um, you never know. You never know if the Dolphins swoop in and grab a linebacker because they have a pick before the they have a pick before the um, Ravens too. So Ravens, Eagles, they have a nice little history. You know, John Harbaugh obviously was an Eagles coach. Went to the Ravens years ago. We we took Joe Douglas from him. That worked out well for us. Uh, last just last August, they had joint practices together, so they are friendly. They're mm. very friendly. Um, so they get how it gets on the phone. Like, listen, I know you need Murray. The guy we're targeting isn't really going to go until a little later on. So how about we send you twenty one? We'll send you our sixth, but you got to send us twenty eight and ninety three. And you know, uh, I think it's Eric Podesta and and um, on the Ravens. Um, and says, "All right, let, let's do it." So Ravens move up twenty-one, grab Kenneth Murray. Eagles drop back to twenty-eight. They grab Denzel Mims at twenty-one. Jefferson, Jefferson's probably a better value at twenty-one okay. than a little later on. I've seen him mocked anywhere between. 16 and 21 yeah I, I really haven't seen them drop more than 21 maybe 20 right i mean the vikings can go get jefferson right after 21 and they need a wide receiver um, they need a wide receiver you know people are saying mims there too because it's kind of like Diggs. you know he could catch anything that you throw in his way uh, but Diggs, no, so I don't know. yeah so there's the thing like justin jefferson can can run almost every route um he was used, yes, primarily in the slot. Very heavily in the slot. Mims, outside. Eagles, everyone says Eagles need an outside threat. Eagles need an outside and threat. they love cross-training. And, you know, they love cross-training. <laughs> Look at J.J. or Thick Whiteside. Cross-training. X, Y, and Z, A, B, C, whatever the, <laughs> the position is. They like to train them at all the positions. So you're looking at, all right. So we got D-Jax on the outside. J.J. on the outside, too. Everybody's saying, you know, we got Greg Ward. Greg Ward. Greg Ward. I love Greg Ward. I have his I have his college jersey. I love him. But he's probably gonna fight for a wide receiver five position or maybe maybe four. Probably depending four. on how the draft goes. Depending on how the draft goes. If they draft two receivers, Ward is fighting for five. Simple, simple math. You know, you get two wide receivers from the draft, you get G Jax, JJ, and two wide receivers, that's four. Greg Ward is from five. Um, but you know, he's, he was a great story. Great, great, great story, but he might have been a product of he's sure he could have helped earlier in the season, but he might've been a product of what, what I was arguing about Perriman weeks ago, where Perriman was the product of no one, no one else was there. So who were they going to throw to? Yes, he performed, but look at Greg Ward. No one else was there. Yeah, so who are they gonna throw to? Ugly girls. So, that's how that's so the who they, right? You know, that's it's the ugly girl phenomenon, and and and, and you know, I hope you know, ladies who listen. to Oh this, yeah, don't, don't get offended by this. Don't, don't get offended <laughs> by this. Just saying, it's science. <laughs> if you're if you're a girl and you hang around them friends who aren't as good looking as you, you're gonna look like the cream of the crop. <laughs> Let's keep the women alone because let's focus back. <laughs> Okay, we're gonna get yelled at. So, um, but so Greg Ward in the Deontay Burnett's of the world, Robert and, 
the Robert Davises of the world. The injured JJ. <laughs> and the not so used JJ. Can we call that like I think I don't think JJ's a bust. Like, can we? I love him. He's, I still love him. Yeah, it was like one I mean, year. It's been injured. one year. Terrible one year. On that, like, can we let that one go? year? One year. I'm sorry, I'm getting a little you know, heat. And, 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 and if we're going off, you know, basing on you know someone today saying, "Don't tell the internet scouts that who don't listen to NFL wide receiver coaches." Sorry. So that means we should we should we should give up on JJ, right? Because the wide you know we shouldn't give up on JJ because the wide receiver coaches like JJ. So I mean, didn't show on the field, but um, so we shouldn't give up JJ based on. But still, you know, Aaron Moorhead, he's been so highly talked about, mm-hmm. so highly talked about. Let's give him a chance on a wide receiver coach who will actually give him a chance. Um, so, so you got there. So Greg Ward, product of. 2 a.m. at the bar. Okay, so let's go to back to uh-huh. 12 a.m. at the 12 a.m. at the bar. 12 a.m. at the bar. But Jefferson and Mims. So uh, Jefferson, his last year, his last year in the league, last year in college. Sorry, last year in college, he had 111 catches. That's that's the, the Eagles need that. I like, they, they need someone other than they need someone other than Ertz to catch 100 passes. And it's he simple. It really shifty and quick with the ball. I love. I love his right. Game. He um, and this is from Jordan Reed, who's part of the Draft Network. He can kill it on the middle of the field. He can he can plant on a dime and break your ankles. Mm-hmm. He can he he's he's coverage proof. Like whatever the coverage is, zone man, he can he can do it. And he can um, play outside and inside. He Spoiler can alert. play outside <laughs> and inside. Like that's the thing. Yes, he was moving. He was in the slot a lot but he's been shown to do it on the outside too like it's it's such a such a stigma of 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 of, of jefferson that's that is unwarranted well you like know if he was just primarily slot 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 and you can't use him anywhere else then i would get it i would completely get it but he's been shown to do it everywhere and just this is from now this is from uh, pro football focus um, percentage of routes. I brought this up last pod. Uh, Justin Jefferson, no matter where he slot, whatever. These were his routes. Seven percent of his seven point seven percent of his routes were screens. Fifteen point oh seven his his most were go routes. Fourteen point one four point fourteen point two were out routes. Three percent post. Eight percent in routes. Two percent whip routes. Ten percent, almost eleven percent crossing routes. So that's pretty much from the slot. Twelve percent slant routes. That's pretty much from the slot. And then you got one percent, one percent comeback and corner routes, and then seven percent hitch routes. You don't run many hitch routes from the slot. You don't run many go routes from the slot. Mm-hmm. But the thing, the thing is, with with the Eagles and, and any NFL team really, um, it's there's not that many formations where it's traditional two outside receivers and one slot guy. There's so many trips. There's so many different yeah. formations that wherever you put the guy, sure, call him slot if you want or whatever. You know, and it's, it's, it's going to make it happen. Jefferson played in a pro-style a pro style offense. Right. He did. It was literally like a rip off the Saints. Yeah. And then you look at the number one pick in the draft this year. It's probably going to be his quarterback. So he played with a pretty damn good quarterback, too. Uh, he will on the Eagles. Now, Mims, he ran two routes predominantly in his college career. Okay. 25.49% were go-routes, 
20%, 20 20.59% were hitch routes. So it was either go straight and don't, and don't turn around until the ball comes your way or go straight and then come back. It's that's, that's, that's it. So you look at him and he had 66 catches uh, last year, 4,000 yards, 1,020 yards, 15.5 yards per reception and 12 touchdowns. So he was a deep threat. And that's what, that's another thing the Eagles need. Um, it's, it's, it's tough for me. I wouldn't, I would not pick Mims 21. Would I would pick Jefferson 21. Yes. Okay. I would not be, I would not be angry with if Jefferson was to pick at 21. I would be, I wouldn't be angry. I'd be disappointed if Mims was to pick at 21 because I just think you can get him a little later in the first round. And, um, you know, there I, it's it's been reported by Adam Kaplan, our friend Adam Kaplan, um, that the Eagles are how's going to probably look to trade down. It might not necessarily be the first round, first pick, um, but if it is the first pick and he gathers some picks from behind, um, like more, not maybe another second round pick or maybe another third round pick, you can go into what Matt Miller from Bleacher Report has been hearing in his scouting notebook. He saw that he said that the Eagles' emphasis in every single position, not just wide receiver, is speed. So let's say he picks a 4-3-8-40 Mims at 28 after he dropped, after he trades back. Maybe he uses one of those extra picks he just got to trade up in the second round. Maybe to get a hammer. Who uh, I'm, I'm I'm getting cold on the hammer. So um, just to touch on Matt Miller. Um he also did say, because he, he did another mock, and he did say that he, what he's hearing around the league is that Jefferson to the Eagles. Like, the only way it's, that – It's, it's that what everybody's happen. saying. It's everybody's saying Jefferson. The Eagles love Jefferson. It makes sense, it's, too, because he – It he makes sense. The mentality that, that they wanted Aguilar to have. Aguilar right, had the but, mentality, but they didn't have the confidence. But you also know what also makes sense? Oh. Jalen Raycourt to the Eagles. Jalen Raycourt's dad, Monte Raycourt, was a teammate of wide receiver coach Aaron Moorhead's on the Colts. Monte Raycourt is also a former equal. And they speak, I think Raycourt is one of the first wide receivers they spoke to, too. Uh, yep, and they, they, they spoke to him. Um, they spoke to Mims, too. I don't know if they've spoken to Jefferson. Um, I, know, I haven't read any reports on that. I know, but Mims did say in an interview that he has talked to the Eagles. He's FaceTime with them. That Eagles were one of the most are the one or more heavily involved teams on them right now, as long, along with the Cowboys. And but you know, it's I, to me it's down to three teams. I mean, three players in the first round. It's either going to be Jefferson Mims or Raygor. I love Raygor. Very explosive. Uh, he runs faster than his forty at the combine. I I believe there were yeah, reports that he drops weight and he ran four threes. So he his explosiveness and his speed. Let's turn up, turn on. Watch the damn film. Except don't watch TV tape because people don't like that from internet scouts. Just don't watch, watch film on internet. Watch <laughs> film. Go go disobey all the coronavirus laws right now and go watch people in person because if you watch TV, it's wrong. Don't watch the game either. <laughs> don't don't no. Turn off the damn game. Whatever you're watching on TV right now, if it's football, watch that red zone, turn it off. And get out the damn house and go watch the damn players on the damn field. Because if you put on the TV, no, no, no. Discredits you. So I think I'm in the same boat as you. Um, I'm pro-Jefferson. 
more than I am um, on Mims. Um, a lot of people, every time I mention Jefferson, I've brought up Mims in the conversation. I feel like at this point, it's gotten to the point where it's like free agency, where you're just saying this person is going to sign with the Eagles. Perryman, you know, and uh, Anderson, this person is going to sign with the Eagles. The Eagles are going to go for for speed, but most importantly, they're going to go for versatility. That's something that they value the most out of every single player that they have. They love you know, players that are versatile. And Jefferson, Regor, even Hamlet. Hamlet is on special teams as well. Like, they all fit that mode. I feel like Mims is too right. much of a – like you said, like he only ran two specific routes pretty much. You know, I think I think, um, I think we're going to see a lot more on this team, a lot more positionless players. You know, we're mm-hmm. looking at wide receivers who can, who can, who can do – Many different positions. Um, they're probably gonna look at look at look at Mills and look at Parks. Mills is safety now, but obviously he's been a corner, so he's probably from what reading the reports and listening to the podcast from from Eagles insiders. Um, Mills is probably gonna be that guy to be put on maybe slower tight ends or you know more nickel package. Parks has been used all over the place too. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll get a wide receiver who can play outside, inside, who, whatever, from the backfield. Maybe like Antonio Gibson, who's running back, wide receiver. He can play. You know all that different positions. Uh, people have been saying that whoever gets Antonio Gibson, they should they should play in like the Niners play Debo Samuel. Debo was played all over the place. Yeah. The Eagles can get someone that could play like Debo Samuel. Sorry, they're scoring forty points a game. It's it's unstoppable. They just need um, one difference maker. It doesn't have to be just a a one trick pony where you're just flying down the field like Deshaun Jackson. Like, no, you need to be a difference maker, and that's why I'm personally a, a huge fan on on the, on the three of Jefferson, Regor, and um Hamlin because they all can take, take the ball from the backfield. They all can work at the slot. They can work on the outside. They can literally do everything. It's 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 gonna be an interesting uh, sixteen days from now. Very interesting. You know, there's going to be a lot more mocks coming out. You know, it's and but um, it's and and it, listen to everyone out there listening. We're just joking about what the whole internet calls. Do your thing. Like we see all these mocks and everything. I do. I do a mock every day. Yeah, that's pretty much. You know, it really does. I, I, I go. <laughs> I go onto the toilet and I take out my phone and I'm like, okay, let me do a mock while I'm on the toilet right now. Uh, I'm feeding my daughter. And I have my daughter right here, and I'm hold my her bottle like this. I'm gonna do a mock like this. It it doesn't stop for me. It's a it's a disease, um, but can't stop, won't stop. It's okay, you know. I'm just trying to do every kind of scenario out there so I can hit on one, so I can say, look, this is my mock. I predicted it. <laughs> it's it's mock. Christian Fate's mock seventy nine point eight got it right. You know, so it's, it's like the lotto. You gotta 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 be in it to win it. All right, so so far in our gauntlet, we're going pro Jefferson at 21, pro Mims if they trade down because there's no way Jefferson is passing 22, 23. Oh, no, no. Um, Hamler second round, but you said you were getting cold on Hamler, but before we talk about Hamler, let's have a word from our sponsors. I'm going to do that right now. What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> we said after the first prospect. <laughs> All right, listen. Listen, listen. All right, all jokes aside, all jokes aside, time to get serious. Listen, you see this up here, guys? And you see, Brian, obviously we're not the best to talk about hair on our heads. However, when I was a lot younger than when I am right now, I had locks like this. <laughs> when I was a lot younger than that, Super Puerto Rican. I had locks like this. Like, that's artiste. Look at that artiste. <laughs> 
And when I was a lot older than that, I still was rocking the hair like this. Look at this hair. What's going on? But obviously, that all changed. Uh, when I got older and wiser, I said, you know what? It's time. It's time to go. Time to go. So I took a buzzer. And I just started buzzing. I started buzzing. Mm-hmm. A little patchy back there because obviously I couldn't, I couldn't see back there. It got better as it go on. I, obviously, this is me, quarantine haircut and everything, quarantine shape up. That's all me. Obviously, you can't see the look at Brian's beard. Uh, you know, so he needs obviously some help. Um, but what do you I brought it down. <laughs> still need some help. I took the same buzzer and I looked down below, thinking of all the girls that I've been trying to hang out with. I was like, you know what? They're not gonna want. They're not gonna want to be a little too bushy down there. So I took the same razor and I went down. I screamed like nothing else because the razor, the head of the razor, was so damn hot. Because that's what I was, I was buzzing. There was, was no no attachment on it or anything. That day I had the biggest, the biggest burn. But but that was back in like high school. That was like ninth grade, tenth grade. I that was freshman. I, and I, I I branded myself. You know, it might as well have been like a damn cow steer, uh, that thing. And you you, you bring the cows because I, I had a big ass burn there for a long time. But years and years and years, I, I was doing still doing the same thing. But I was kind of like like doing like little by little because I didn't learn. I didn't have anything to get down there with. I was doing the same thing with my head, the same thing with there until the lawnmower came by. Lawnmower 3.0 by Manscaped. Tell him, Brian. You can't miss a spot this time. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> the long no, is waterproof, so you can take it in the shower. You know, it's also very, very, very delicate on the skin. It could work around the edges of um of Chris's branding. <laughs> I'm telling you guys, look at this attachment. Attachment comes right off, slides right off. You get down to the nitty gritty, or if it's too too a little too long, you don't want to do it. Pop it right back on. You can do whatever design you want. Maybe I'm gonna do a lightning bolt later. Maybe I'm gonna shock my wife with a lightning bolt. <laughs> I'll tell you guys this: like, stop using the same buzzer that I was using for my head down below, and trim that lawn. It is, but it's not only it's not only razors, not only razors. This ball deodorant. Yes. Treat treat your family jewels, man. If you've been using like, baby powder all your life like me, this is a blessing. No, 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 this is so much better. Listen, <laughs> as a physical teacher, I'm a PE teacher. Obviously, I'm not in the in the in the gyms anymore right now because we're all home. But this walking around on my feet all day, and I'm a track coach, being at track meets all all damn day in the heat. This, this, this right here, chafing gone, gone, it's gone. Smell nice. You walk by people. Well, oh, what's that smell? Oh, you can, that's me. You know, that's me. Uh, and and then, you know, right here, the ball reviver. It's a nice little toner for your ball sack. You know, you could see a little, little spritz if you're like, you know what, I'm, I'm not feeling that great down there. Little little spritz in there. Oh, all right, nice. And, and I'm telling you guys, this quarantine is doing terrible things to a lot of people, especially a lot of men. A lot of now, marriages are going to happen because there's quarantine. A lot, care of a lot of, a lot of picking of the teeth from females coming, coming, you know, right now because of everything going on. Or if you're single, and you know, as soon as you get out of this quarantine, you're going to hit the club, hit the bar. Now listen, I know, you need this. You need this. Manscaped.com. 
M-A-N, Manscaped, S-C-A-P-E-D, dot com. Use. The best part about it. We got, we got a code. Use our code, F-T-B, the first letter of flipping the birds, F-T-B. <laughs> so easy. Like Philly, P-S-N. No, F-T-B. Use F-T-B, 20% off at checkout, plus free shipping. This is called the Lawnmower 3.0. It's part of a huge package. You could just get the razor if you want, the buzzer. It's part of a huge package. You get those two sprays that I just said. You got a nice charger. Look at this. You could put the you got to put the cord in and everything. Nice. You know, you put it right in here. Look at that. Look at that. You got a nice tote bag. Look, look, look how nice that That's is. Fresh. That is look very how nice. Look how nice and deep that thing is. It goes nice. It has a little zipper inside there. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So even if you just needed a new bag, new toiletry bag, I know I needed one, and I got this. If you, like you go to the gym, once it's all said and done, you go to the gym, you need a nice little bag for all your stuff, there you go. Just telling you guys, telling you right now, you get this stuff, your balls are going to thank you. And that's manscaped.com. Use code FTB to get 20% off. All right. So let's talk about KJ Hamlin. Why why have you gotten cold on him? I know last week you talked about it with Gail where, you know, Hamlin's not really the the reach type for the ball. His catch rate isn't as great as, like, a Justin Jefferson or Denzel Mims. But the speed is beyond elusive. Like, I'm telling you, speed, like, you can give him the ball from – You can can probably – it could be first and goal – on the one yard line and you could probably turn around and throw a backwards pass to Hamler and he could probably run down and touch the other one yard line and run it back and still score. That's how quick he is. But, but he likes to catch the ball like this. He likes, he likes to, to catch the, the ball like this. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it, and we've gone through that with Nelson Aguilar. So do we want a faster Aguilar? But we've, Listen, we've had bad wide receiving wide receiver coaches with Aguilar. We had no, bad. but and, and maybe Hamler and, and maybe Miles Sanders will teach him. You know, listen, you're in- gotta catch the balls. <laughs> you gotta catch the ball. You know, last year, maybe maybe if Hamler comes next year, maybe Sanders is like listen. Last year, Aguilar got destroyed. This is you know if you don't Penn catch the ball, we're both out of here. Penn State was one animal. Penn State was one animal, and most of the same fans of Penn State. Same fans of the Eagles, but they go from Penn State. How, look how how dedicated they are and, and passionate they are. Times that by a thousand, and you are gonna hear some nasty crap yes, coming right. out of the uh, Lincoln Financial Field, you know. But uh, I'm good with Hamlin in the second round. Well, the second round, if first round gives us Jeff, if first round gives us Jefferson, Mims, Ray Gore, second round Hamler, I, I do like Ayuk a little better. Ayuk can do it all. Not just front straight and catch the ball. Yeah. But you know, Ayuk's most of his routes last year were screens. And he did them. He was and I have a Ayuk has Ayuk was the subject of today's internet scouts quote because people apparently are just finding out about Ayuk. Well, we've been knowing about Ayuk. Yeah, yeah, we've been all we've over been, <laughs> We've been saying it for, for weeks, Brandon Ayuk, future eagle. I have a question. I really like this kid that I'm about to mention, but he is injured right now. 
would you take a circuit would you take Brian Edwards in the second round? Or possibly no third round. You think he falls? Brian Edwards, Brian Edwards is a third round prospect for me. He was maybe late second and if he was healthy, but he's hurt. So that drops you down. Same thing with Ayuk. Ayuk had core surgery today. That yeah. might drop him. That might drop him. It might, a yeah. lot. There's a lot of players. There's a lot of really good players this year that may drop because of injury. We talk, you know, we talked about Chenault probably gonna drop. You got um you got Ayuk who's probably gonna drop now because of his surgery. Because you don't know, especially nowadays, when, when when you can't really take physicals anymore. You can't do this, you can't do that because of the coronavirus. Everything that's going on. So if you can't get medical clearance or a doctor say, hey, Isaac's going to make a full recovery, maybe they they, they drop him a little bit. Maybe they can get him. And then you look at um, um, Akeem Davis-Gaither, the linebacker that we just interviewed a few weeks ago. He had a foot surgery late February. Justin Sternad. He had a torn bicep in the in, in the season. I, it, it looked like everything's good with him, but there's still medical red flags for some of these prospects that you're not going to be able to get the green light on because of everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. Some trades still haven't been processed. The Hopkins, like the Hopkins not finalized. Hopkins and Johnson trade. They're saying there's a chance. The draft is two, what, it's about two weeks away, right? 16 days. Yeah, that's. And so there are because there are picks involved in that in that draft. So. Mm-hmm. Who knows? So, you know, it's because of physicals. So, and you saw some some uh, free agents um, got out of their deals, teams got out of their deals because of physicals. So, what? who knows what's going to happen? Yeah. So, it's, it's interesting. Very interesting times right now. So, you know what? It's especially, you know, it, it's just, I feel like, this is this is this is a good break for the Eagles medical staff because we don't we don't we don't have to we don't have to worry about them doing anything anymore right now. So we don't have to do anything anymore right now. Um, you know, it's, evaluate anybody. So and, before, yeah, before we dig into more Eagle stuff. Speaking of prospects, we're about to bring on Reed Harrison, Duke Rose. Did I say it right? Reed Harris, Duke Rose. Yes, cornerback. He's Chris is very. He's from Duquesne. Yeah, he's from Duquesne. He um he he transferred in from Boise State. Um, he's he spent a couple years over at Boise State. Now he's from Duquesne. He's been overlooked like crazy because of his small school stature. Um, you know he 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 had a he had a mock forty. He's gonna be joining us in a a couple minutes. Um, he's uh he's he's gonna be coming in right now. And he had a mock forty, a mock pro day the other day, and his numbers. And we're gonna to talk to him about this right now. His numbers were were up there with AJ Terrell. His numbers were up there with Troy Pride, or better. So you know, Reed comes from a, from from a good school, mm-hmm. very good kid. I've seen him mocked as high as the third round. But the thing is, and I'm gonna ask him. We're gonna ask him about this in a minute. Some of these sites, the Draft Network. Pro football, pro football Nation, they don't even have him in their pool to select. They wow. have all these players in their pool to be undrafted free agents, but they don't even have his name in there. That's really wild. So we're going to be welcoming him in right now, and, um, and we'll see. We'll get to the bottom of this because this kid, he's, he's going to be real good. All right, so we are bringing in now Duquesne cornerback and cornerback prospect of the NFL draft for 16 days, Reed Harrison Ducro. How you feeling, brother? I'm feeling good. Thank you for letting me on the show. 
No problem. Nice to have you. And uh, so Duquesne, why Duquesne? Yeah, so when I originally transferred from Boise, um, so I was supposed to go, I was talking to people at Baylor and I thought I was going to go there. And then when I um, entered the portal, it kind of like fizzled out. Uh, and one of the biggest things coming out of high school uh, for me was to get off my parents' payroll as much as possible. Uh-huh. So anywhere that offered a free ride, free ride was where I was going to go. Um, yeah, so really. UT came in, they said that they'd offer a scholarship, University of Texas, they said they'd offer a scholarship the next spring, so I'd have to pay for a year of school. Um, University of Oklahoma offered a preferred walk-on. And then Duquesne was one of the first ones to offer me a full ride. Um, and obviously, they're a culture of winning in the NEC, as well as I've never been on the East Coast before, so it was kind of cool um, to go out there and you know, live out there for free. It's cold over here. Yeah, <laughs> a, lot, a lot different, a lot different. Especially in Pittsburgh, it's cold. Yeah. It's cold over there. Uh, but so tell tell us about your time at Boise State, uh, man. Compared to Duquesne uh, and level of competition, um, how you thought you matched up with the guy, people over there at Boise State? I know you played a guy named Christian Kirk mm-hmm. over there at Boise State. Uh, well, Kirk, how was he? Was it, was it, or who 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 was your? I think I read an interview. Who was your biggest matchup problem? Oh, Cedric. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, no, Boise's great. You always see, I always compare it to the Texas high school movies where, like, the whole town shuts down and everybody's uh, fully invested into the football team within that community, and it's basically the same thing at Boise. You know, the whole town shuts down because, you know, Boise State football is the thing to do, and it's their own, It's really their pro team up in Idaho. Wow. Uh, so, you know, the whole team, the whole community shuts down, goes to the stadium, every game's packed no matter who you play. Even if it's D2, D3, it doesn't matter. You know, the whole, the, all the fans are going to be there um, cheering you on. Uh, as well as the players are amazing, as well as the, the staff is very welcoming. It's very, it's very much a family-like environment um, from the players to the coaches all the way to the fans. Um, and then the blue field's also a, a plus, that looks, too. That, look, that looks nice out there. Yeah, yeah, no, that's cool. <laughs> you know, I, who, you know who I I, I confused Christian Kirk. I meant Andy Isabella. Andy. Oh Andy. yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. thinking the Cardinals. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and when you get older, 31. <laughs> especially drinking. <laughs> yeah, but um. So no, my time there was good. Um, I started the first four games uh, as a sophomore, and did really well. I was the highest ranked guy on the whole team as a PFF. Um, and then after that game, I never played anymore. Mm. And uh, it's kind of a weird story because you can kind of see how coaches have like their own um, preference as to who they play. So I wasn't even supposed to start the first four games. They had brought in a junior college kid um, and then he had some team violations right before the season started. So he was uh, suspended the first game and then I played well and then I played through the first four games, like the passing more passing team. So like Troy, Washington State, um, New Mexico, and then Virginia at home. And then after that, uh, they just pulled me out and put in a, a thicker bodied corner. Cause I think he wanted like more linebackers. He was the ex linebacker coach there before we got. Mm. So, I mean, I could kind of see, like I kept going in asking like, Hey, what, what can I do to get on the field? Like what, what do you need me to do? What I need to work on? They give me something that I'd work on it. And then the next game I wouldn't have any plays and do the same thing every week. So I kind of just realized what was happening and 
just made a business business decision and you know decided to transfer. That takes a lot of guts to to transfer. Yeah, um, it's it's different. I have a my brother in law. He plays for Virginia. He plays baseball, so he had a, a you know a time like that as well. Um, but he actually ended up staying. Um, I want to know more more so about you. Like, who do you really like? You know, you feel like you model your game after at this point mm-hmm. in your in your, your career. You're about into the pros. Like, what makes Reed Harrison Ducro stand out? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm I'm versatile. I play the slot um, and outside. So, someone I really emulate myself after is Chris Harris Jr. Um, who just got traded to the Chargers, you know, because throughout his career, um, he's like my build as well as he's played the slot and the outside. And he just got named to the 2010s all decade team. Yeah. So he's obviously doing, doing something. I have, a big, I have a big problem with that, but we'll talk about that. Casey Cousins got robbed. Yeah, no, he's, he's doing something right at his stature. So just kind of watching him um, and kind of emulating him, seeing what he does and what works at the NFL level. And if I can, do that then I feel like I should have the same same success as he did okay and then now entering the draft like it's completely different now like you know you're you're gonna be part of the first generation that's gonna be in a, a virtual draft yeah like it's a Madden draft yeah right? it's actually legit like a Madden draft or like easy like running it, apparently like how does that make you feel like you know it's like take us behind the scenes of what's going on in you know in your household in your mind like you know leading up to the days of the draft yeah it it's definitely different. Like you said, it's never happened before. Um, but so one thing that Duquesne taught me a lot or emphasized is they call it like Duke's adjust. And so whatever circumstances, whatever happens, you know, you can always control what you can control. And so that's kind of been my mindset going through this. You know, it's a whole new, whole new draft process, um, whole new, you know, like the virtual draft. And like, you can't, uh, my pro day got canceled. And then for regional combine got canceled. Um, so you really don't get that face-to-face, um, that face-to-face positive that the pro day and the regional combine do. So you kind of just have to make what you got. So you have to make videos. I've been sending out the videos, me and my dad, as well as my agent. Uh, uh, I've seen them. He sent me. Yeah. <laughs> Real impressive stuff. I'm telling you. Real impressive. Have you met, have you met with any teams? Um, the Jaguars. So I met a couple teams at the College Grand Showcase uh-huh. um, that I played at in early January. Um, the Bucks, as well as the Giants. Uh, stay away from the Giants. Um, and then the, yeah, <laughs> and the Cowboys. Uh, uh, had to stay away from them too. <laughs> a little simulated thing, but um, the Jaguars called me right before, uh, like a week or two before the pro day. They called my agent mm-hmm. um, and said they're going to keep an eye on me. But you know, obviously the pro day and um, yeah. regional combine got canceled. So I mean, it's really just a waiting game um, to see what happens. Because I've talked to a lot of people who've gotten drafted um, in previous years. Um, and they were saying that, you know, a handful of them say that they talked to the team that they got drafted by. And some people say they talked to a handful of teams and then a whole other team uh, came and picked them up. So, I mean, you really, you really don't know with this process. Right. You kind of just keep, continue to grind and, you know, just, yeah. No, that's right. It's, uh, you know, speaking of Chris Harris, you know, Chris, Chris Harris wasn't drafted. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And and to be where he is right now, it's incredible to yeah. you know go from undrafted to to an all decades team. Mm-hmm. Um, have have you been um, paying attention to mocks and trying to find your name and and where some people are 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 putting you and and where as opposed to other sites? Yeah. Yeah. So one of the names that have come up a lot are the Eagles and the Browns. Um, those have been 
one of the most consistent places that I've seen uh, my name land at, as well as the Patriots. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I've, I've obviously looked into the Eagles as well with the, I saw you at Coleman, and then you also Darius Slade too. So those are two of my, two of my favorite. Oh, yeah. uh, so that'd be, that'd be definitely cool to, you know, play yeah, for the Eagles. Especially with Darius Slade. I mean, and, yeah. and, and you know, because my, the, obviously we do mock drafts too and all the time. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the sites that I really use are the Draft Network and Pro Football Nation. Mm-hmm. And, and they, for whatever reason, they don't have your name in, in their yeah. pool. So, so what, do you th- what do you say to those sites or, or what do you think of those sites that are just completely overlooking you, whereas they have, they have all these other names. They have hundreds of names on there, and they just, you know, all of a sudden, Reed Harrison Ducro is yeah. not there. Yeah, no. They're, I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't think they're doing um, – they need to go more in depth to uh, the athletes that are coming out. I've been talking to PFN and they're supposed to put me on soon onto the website. Um, so hopefully that's within the next week or so. But um, I think another thing like the pro day and the combine, I feel like that's how a lot of guys got their names out there right. and um, got onto those sites. So it's kind of a bummer. You got, I got missed out on that opportunity, but um, you know, I'm just working tirelessly to, either get on those sites or just get in front of teams. Cause that's really who matters. It's the teams and the scouts right. you see, cause they're going to pick you though. The draft sites don't really make a right. difference in a team picking you. So you just entertain right. all it takes one. Exactly. All, <laughs> all, it takes that, all it takes is that one team. But apparently, now, okay. This is very high on you. I mean, he mentioned you. Well, all right. Let, let me, let me, let me talk you up for a minute. All right. Let me talk you up for a minute. You're going to look at the combine. <laughs> all right. Look, look at the combine. The the, uh, the the top forty time out of DBs four point two nine Javelin Gidry, yours yours was a four point three nine, yep. correct? Yes, four point three nine. So that's tied for that's tied for second. The, the whole DB group. Then you're looking at your your shuttle, your twenty yard shuttle three point eight five. That's more, that's much higher than any other DB in the whole in the whole draft. So you know, you, um, you know, John Reed of uh, Penn State, three point nine seven. You, you torched yeah. them. So um, all these, all these different, all these different uh, measurements that you're putting out there, that your dad's sharing like crazy, that you're sharing like crazy, that everybody's sharing like crazy, all to put your name out there, and they're still overlooking you. Your numbers yeah. speak for themselves. You know, it's it's, okay. and it's. I'm talking. The Eagles need something like that. Yes, sir. Hey. I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to be in Philly. I've been on the East Coast. I could <laughs> I could push over a little bit further from Pittsburgh. Yeah, you could stay away from Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's dreary. It's dreary over there. I've been there once, and I'm good. <laughs> Part of territory. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm right. good. I, I went there once when I was in college, and it was it was. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm saying hi, bye to my daughter. She's going to bed. <laughs> um and uh you know it's it's dreary out there i went to i visited uh slippery rock university out there it's okay very dreary i was like it was like even though it wasn't raining it felt yeah. like it was raining and it was <laughs> <laughs> it was depressing um even though I, I i do plan on going to eagle Steelers next year i do plan on it if there's a season um but you know it's i know there's gonna be a season i'm just gonna you know, put cover my bases here um all right forget about football what's your favorite movie you know, I just I just got bumped up to first the the Godfather. We're about to watch Godfather two tonight, and wow. I never realized watching it again. Uh, I didn't know how much was in it because like the second one, I remember it was more about the son, um, but the first one had 
the dad in it, the actual Godfather, and then turned into the son. And it had like a lengthy uh, time on him about the son too. So Godfather is definitely number one right now. Interesting. Uh, yeah. well, who, all right, there's, there's, there's two answers. There's a game day answer and there's just a regular life answer. Okay. Who are you listening to on game day to get you pumped up? Game day, uh, G Herbo. Who, who the hell is that? He's a, so you know, young kids with all these names. <laughs> so Chicago has like, so you know, you probably heard of like Chief Keef and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like, it was like, he came up in that era. So it's called like drill music. And it's like real like grimy, like, yeah. It gets you, it gets you in the zone to knock somebody's head off. So. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's real angry rap. I gotta, I gotta add that in because I'm, I'm, I'm born, I'm born and raised in the Bronx. I'm, yeah. from, I'm from the city, so I'm, I'm listening to all these names. I'm like this, is, rap and hip hop is not what it used to be. Not mm-hmm. even close. Not even close. Because, um, why? Right, what's regular day? Is it the same regular day life, or you just? I can't, I can't be amped up like that all the time. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go crazy. Um, regular day, I really listen to everybody. To be honest, um, from J Cole to it just depends on my, depends on my mood. It's like J. Cole to West Coast rappers, because uh, Boise was like 95% LA people. So mm-hmm. West Coast rappers to Houston rappers. So I mean, it kind of fluctuates because I've been so many places, like I kind of have a wide variety of music range. Because right, because last two guys that we interviewed, they were like all about Rod Wave. Rod Wave's good. We don't know who he is. I kind of like him. I'm not gonna lie. You need to listen to Rod Wave. He's yeah, man. He's smooth. He's smooth. I don't know. Will Parks. Will Parks on Twitter. He was like, he, he's not a big Rod Wave guy. Right. He's well, all Philly. He's all Philly. Because Rod Wave is. You need to listen to him. You need to listen to him. That's all I'm gonna say. Food. Okay. All right. So, all right. Two two part game okay. day and personal. Game day. Are you ready for the game or and then personal? Okay, so game day. I don't really eat a lot. Um, I'll eat like maybe carbs or like maybe spaghetti or something, um, something light because I don't want to be heavy for the game for the game as well as I don't want to have to use the restroom or anything. Um, personally, uh, I like soul food. So my dad's from New Orleans. So my last name Ducro. It's Creole. Uh, so my dad's from New Orleans. His whole side of the family's from New Orleans. So you Please have good food. Combo, Tupobo, good. Are you eating good down there? Yeah. Oh, but you gain gain five pounds if you don't you don't That's think right. about it. <laughs> That's right. So. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, I'm, I don't know if you 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 can't tell, but I like to eat food. So. <laughs> I know I know my slim figure. Yo, he's never gonna forget us. <laughs> Good. We, we gotta we gotta put our damn names out there. Yeah? We gotta be the different interviewers. We our damn weight out there. <laughs> you want my weight? I'm not gonna tell you my weight. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> oh, shit, you gotta take me out to dinner first. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, you're obviously over 21. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite drink? Uh oh. Don't worry. Don't, don't listen. Well, obviously you can see we're not very conservative around here. We no, just did a damn, we just did a damn advertisement for Manscaped. You ever heard of Manscaped? I heard of it. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're sponsored by them, so we got you know we got. Listen, 
You need some ball deodorant. Word from our sponsors again. You need some ball deodorant, Reed. Like game day. Game day is going to be a little rough. <laughs> Especially if you go down to Jacksonville. I mean, you go down to Jacksonville. Not lying. Not lying. If you go down to Jacksonville, throw these in your jock strap. There you go. Oh, shit. There you go. See? So, you know, we're not concerned. So, so, so what's your go-to drink? I'd say at the bar, my go-to is probably the cheapest one. So it'd usually be like rum and coke or something. All right, and at home, my parents love to drink wine. Red so or white? I'd say like a white. Uh, I'm, a red white. Yeah, I'm a red See, guy. I can't, too. Red's too, this too tart. I can't do it. I feel like well, Hopefully I'm too like, no flavor for me. What? White can be real too sweet. Too uh, sweet yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we're, hoping, we're hoping we can still go to, we're, we're planning on going to Italy in, in August. Okay. So it's gonna be wine central oh, over there. Yeah. We'll we'll see. We'll see the whole damn yeah. flights and all that. But <laughs> there might not be, you know. Yeah, you might have to we'll that one, buddy. We'll I might have to buy some bottles from from the liquor store and pretend I'm in Italy. Or something. Green screen in the background. Do- buy some dominoes and pretend <laughs> I got pizza from Italy. Uh, so go ahead. So back, back to now you. Mm-hmm. What is a team getting once they draft you? Yeah, so I think they're getting a couple of things. Um, they're getting a guy who's versatile, a guy who's a student of the game and truly enjoys being a student of the game. Um, someone who's a consistent competitor uh, in every aspect from the practice field all the way to the film room. Uh, I pride myself on being a technician, like watching Chris Harris and other top uh, corners and slot guys, um, giving my all to the team in whatever position that may be in order to get the win at the end of the day. And then as well as being a positive influence in my community and not causing stress to the staff nor the organization. That's good answer. Pass my test. (laughs) So we got one more question. We, we, we've asked all the prospects this one question. Growing up, who was your team? Well, who actually is still your team? Because, you know, you, I'm pretty sure yeah. you still root for somebody. Obviously. Oh, well, it's the Saints Saints through and through. My dad's from New Orleans. God damn it. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, man. End, end it. End the meeting. Um, I'm not, I got baby pictures of me in, <laughs> in Saints jerseys. So it was just the culture I grew up in. I like the Saints. I mean, he's a New Orleans guy. Sorry, he's in New Orleans. He gets a pass. If he wasn't a New Orleans guy and he's from like Washington or some shit, yeah. See, I got, I got roots there. I got roots there. You, gotta, right. you know, I mean, he's not. At least he's not like us. We're from Jersey. We're, we're Eagles fans. You know. Well, imagine. I mean, I'm from. I'm from, I'm from the Bronx, so I'm a Red Sox fan. So it's not like you know. Yeah, that's um, kind of like that. Yeah, you're a little complicated. We know that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> complicated. That's all right. All right. I like that's how I like to live my life. <laughs> I mean, the longer I stay in this damn house, the more complicated it gets. <laughs> Don't get killed by your wife. She's already killed me a few times. But listen, Reed. Uh we hope we didn't turn you off to the Eagles for us being so damn all over the place. But um but we're really happy to have you on here. You know, the small school prospects need their love too. Yes, you know, um, there's you see all these guys like especially like Kyle Duggar, uh, mm-hmm. small school guy, double uh, um, A. You know, it's all these guys doing things in other schools, the other conferences. Like I, my my college 
was a D three school, and we I I think we had we had someone uh, a few years ago get drafted from there. So cool. it it doesn't matter where you come from, it just matters what you do, you know. And 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 depend and just looking at your video, looking at your tape, you can hang with the big dogs. So like it's we're looking forward to you uh, picking off Dak Dak Prescott next year. <laughs> yes, sir. Any uniform, <laughs> any any uniform doesn't matter. As long as you're taking Dak Prescott to the house and you raising that ball up like pick six, we're gonna say, listen, we had another interview. You doesn't up, matter. Like, even, if you're, even if you're on the Giants, even if you're on the Giants, I don't care. Listen, if you're on the Giants, we're gonna see you at the Meadowlands. Don't worry, it's not the Meadowlands anymore. See, see what happens. <laughs> MetLife, MetLife. When we see you at MetLife, uh, listen. That's a boy right there, RHD. There you go. That's look. It's already starting now. That's a good nickname, RHD. Oh, RHD. Yes, we, we give nicknames all the times. <laughs> so listen. All right. So thank you so much. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate you. We look forward to seeing your name come across our screens on on Madden in a couple of weeks. And uh, we wish you all the best in the world, no matter where it is, except for the Giants and Cowboys and Redskins. <laughs> Yes, sir. Thank, thank you for having me on. Thanks for coming no on. All right. So, friends on YouTube who can see us right now, um, and everybody else out there in Apple and Spotify, Spreaker, everywhere else, that was Reed Harrison Ducro, small school cornerback from, from Duquesne. As you said, he went from Boise State to Duquesne. Didn't get playing time in, in Boise State. Coaches have favorites. Coaches have favorites. Um, and that's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. You know, as he offers from texas he had offers from oklahoma but his goal was this is the kind of kid he is his goal was to have his parents not pay for his his education mm-hmm. so instead of making his parents pay to go to a high profile school like texas oklahoma where salary where not salary uh the the damn tuition is probably skyrocket like that my, my school when i was in college that was 2007 2011 to 2011 my my tuition was eighteen thousand because I went to a sixth state school. Nowadays it's probably thirty grand. So you like when I went to I I applied to Maryland I got in. The tuition back then was forty grand, and that was thirteen years ago. Oh, wow. So you think inflation right now? How it is? Like imagine being a kid. Like listen, I don't want my my parents to pay a seventy eighty thousand dollar a year. <laughs> You know, tuition. I'm just gonna go to a school where they're offering me a chance. They're offering me a scholarship, so I'm gonna go to the game. Who cares what the division is? Who cares what the what the um, people say? I'm gonna go there and ball out. And he balled out. And like I said before, his forty time four three nine, pretty damn quick. Now, I mean, how many times last year and the year before and the year before that and the year before that <laughs> were we so tired of watching the corner turn around and like, oh. Can't go. <laughs> Where's the ball? The ball's right there. You know, and then and then, or or the or let's say receivers right here, and I'm right here. Ball catches right here, and then he just flies by, and our corner can't catch him. So it's he fits that bill. He had a three eight five twenty yard shuttle. And what you don't know, the twenty yard shuttle is is the drill where it pretty much times you change direction. So you go one way, then you go the other way, then you come back. 3.85 seconds. That's pretty damn quick. So he can stop on a dime, change directions. That's something we need, especially on a double move. He might be a huge steal in the draft. I mean, 
especially with how everything's affecting these, you know, the the, the possibility of these these players are getting drafted high with no pro days, no combine for them. It could be a great steal. But at the end of the day, like he like like he said, like a lot. There's gonna be a lot of players that drop down because of the, all these pro days and all the, all this stuff being canceled, or they might be players that get a chance mm-hmm. because you know, they're like, you know what? I trust my scouts. Trust my scouts. Hopefully, the Eagles got scouts on them. Yeah, absolutely. hopefully, hopefully they're looking at the mocks because obviously he said they, they haven't met with them. Hopefully they, um, hopefully they have scouts that are looking from from far away or looking at or mock traps. As he said, he's been watching the mocks and he's seen a lot of mocks with us and the Browns mocking them. Tells me very because we know the internet scouts. We know. And to touch so on we, that, we, we need a damn mock. we need a damn corner to grow in the secondary. Slay is going to be here two years, three years max. Mm-hmm. Nick Aroby Coleman, he's on a one-year deal. We don't know if he'll be back. Jalen Mills, we don't we know if he'll be Jaylen back. Jalen Mills, one-year deal. Will Parks, one-year deal. All these guys in the secondary. You know, Rodney McCloat's getting up there. So we need a young corner mm-hmm. to come in. You know, Adam Kaplan, Adam Kaplan said weeks, a few weeks ago that it's pretty much almost guaranteed. We'll take it with a grain of salt because who knows who Adam Kaplan is talking to. Um, that a corner is going to pre- pretty much pick in the second round, but we'll see how that goes. We will see. You know, he he said the Eagles will be lucky to be a playoff team back in 2017. See, look what happened. So everyone hears stuff differently. Absolutely, doesn't, doesn't matter who you are. And then with the with draft being 16 days away, I mean, we're going to do our best to continue to bring prospects prospects onto the to the podcast. Um, this is not our last one. We probably have a couple more up our sleeves for the next couple of weeks, or well, next two weeks. But we're gonna do our best, and we're doing our work. We're doing everything we can right now. We are trying our best. I have emails out there. I'm waiting for responses. I'm typing up nice emails. Say hi, my name's Christian Fonday, part of Philly Sports Network, the the best looking host of Flipping the Birds. Uh, hey, have you ever heard of Manscaped before? Um, you know, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just broadening our horizon brand, brand. I, uh, for the brand, this is what we're doing. But listen, thank you. We hope you all weren't scared off by our faces on YouTube. You know, you're, you're so used to the Spreaker thing on the on there with with yeah. Now Let us know us. if you guys like this below. Let us know if you guys now want- it's us. Now yeah. if you like you like it, but remember, hey, manscaped.com, get this up, ladies. It's you too. If your man is neglecting. If your man's neglecting. 20% off. That's a lot of money taken off. FTB. FTB. You see the code below. You're going to see the code below. So in case you forget it, FTB. Flipping the birds. For the balls. For the balls. FTB. All right? On that note, we are out. And definitely tune in next week, guys. I'm Brian Cameron. He's Kristen Fonte. And go birds. Yes, sir.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.